Welcome to the Highland Herald, a Final Fantasy podcast where we, two Final Fantasy obsessed brothers, discuss everything from Azura to Zell and all things in between. We are your hosts, Wolfkins and Soloist, the Brothers of Light. Hey everybody, and welcome to episode six of Highwind Herald. I am Wolfkins, one of your hosts, and as always, I have my brother with me, Soloist. How are Whose you today, man? Phone is going off right at the beginning of recording. I uh, swear it's like bad luck for me. Um, oh my gosh, shut up! I'm doing so great. <laughs> no, so this happens. This happens every time I record videos too. Like I'll forget to silence my phone. I'll be sitting here prepping for like an hour and a half, and my phone will not go off. And I'm and do my intro for my video, and then all of a sudden my phone is going off like crazy. Well, this time. is the kind of high quality entertainment you get from us. Totally professional here. Every week, all the time. Absolutely, no hiccups. I hold, I hold it back. (laughs) At least you don't have the hiccups. Oh my gosh! I think we'd have to postpone if I did. I, I can't get rid of those things. But I'm doing good. Other than that, you almost did not get me out of bed because when I woke up this morning and still going on right now, mom, it is pouring the rain. It's like the most peaceful rain I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I woke up earlier. I woke up and I swear my room was like darker than it was when I went to bed last night. And it was my dog was so warm. Everything was so cozy. And you did. Oh, my gosh. Just to let so everyone know nice. how lazy you are. We record at noon. So. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe a little bit. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it is your week for the trivia question. And I have been told beforehand that this will suck and I won't get it. So that doesn't seem fair. But let's go ahead and have it. Oh, I mostly picked this because it's so hilarious. You are not going to get it at all. All right, so don't even don't even worry. If you miraculously guess it, if you miraculously guess it, I will be branded as a loser for this challenge forever. Perfect. Uh, Let's have it. So, black mage, white mage, ninja, cactar, and Moogle are all playable characters in what Mario sports game? Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Black Mage, White Mage, Cactar, Moogle, and Ninja. And Ninja. I I know this. Hold on a second. Oh, There's no sh- way you know I, this. I do know this. I don't. I'm I'm blanking. I'll tell you how I know it in just a second. Ah, uh, what's it for? Can you give me that? Was it for GameCube or was it for? It was for Nintendo DS. Nintendo DS. Yes. It is a sports game. Let me double check myself. Basketball. Okay. It is a basketball game, but I'm looking for the name, not oh, the sport. Oh, come on. That is so close. You know I know what I'm talking about when I say basketball. Oh. You've Mario. Got it. You can't just say Mario basketball. Because Slam dunk basketball. No. Mario basketball all-stars. Nope. Mario all-stars <clears throat> basketball. <laughs> you give up. <laughs> okay, look, it's a Mario basketball game. So I think that I have established at least that I know what game you're talking about. <laughs> it is called Mario Hoops, Hoops 3 on 3. Damn it. Okay. Here's how I do know that, okay? <laughs> I watched a video from Final Fantasy Union where they covered like random Final Fantasy cameos, and that was one of them. 
It because the 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 cover doesn't it have like Donkey Kong like slam dunking a basketball on the cover. It's or something? got it's got Mario slam dunking Mario? On, okay. on Donkey Kong. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So I'm gonna say you know what? I can't remember the name. I remember <laughs> no. the name. I gave you I gave you the technicality on Garland and Ganon. I'm not giving <laughs> you the technicality on Hold that. I really I had to stretch far for Ganon. I'm not doing it again. No, hold up. <laughs> listen, listen. I got to Garland on my own eventually. Oh yeah, so that's even me. more of a reason that you shouldn't get this. One. You didn't tell me the answer. I, you know what? I'm I'm calling this a win. This is this is a win in my column. Uh, well, your column is wrong. It is. I just that, edit you not, into saying you're absolutely right there, and it is absolutely not a win. <laughs> well, anyway, I am taking the win. Uh, so. You are most certainly are not. <laughs> let's let's just let's just move on. The uh, what have you been up to this week? I know that you uh, particularly have an announcement you wanted to make regarding Final Fantasy. So, well, this this week in particular, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy three. And for the reason of that is that we have started a new Let's Play over on my personal channel, um, Soloist. That's literally it. it's just Soloist. Where we play, um, do let's plays of in depth let's plays of games, and we just started my third one, which happens to be Final Fantasy III. That links really well with this channel. So if you really want to see some gameplay on Final Fantasy III, go over there and check it out. It is a comprehensive guide. Um, trying to go for all the treasure chests. If not, then I'm getting all the treasure chests that really matter. Doing the strategy I think works best for the game. So if you want a guide on kind of what to do for Final Fantasy III, head on over to Soloist at YouTube. And check it out. Um, as of 6 a.m. this morning, we uploaded episode three, and this started Monday. So we are three for three daily uploads so far. Awesome. And now you're doing is it the is it the newer version with the art style that I personally can't really stand? Like, are you doing like the 3DS version or the one of the old? I ones? am. So the 3D version came out on the DS, uh, the phone, and Steam, and I'm playing the one off of Steam. Okay. Yeah, because the only other version of this game that I can play is the original NES version. And I have no legal way of getting my hands on that because it never came to the U.S. I could buy a reproduction cart of a translated version of it. But other than that, I know I think it it might be hard for streaming, but I, I think you can get the older version on like your Vita or something like that. I think it's on PSN. They've got the that is the 3D version. Is it? Oh, yeah, because the, the NES, the NES version was never was never officially le- um officially translated for the West. It, Final Fantasy three is a very, very rare enigma of a game. The yeah. first version of Final Fantasy three America got was in on the DS. Yeah, so, I remember that. And that's probably one yeah. of the reasons I haven't played it. And you know what? Now knowing that, that's probably going to be one of the last ones I actually get. To. I just I don't like the art style. It's not. I'm sure it's a fine game. It's just that that art style has always been a turnoff, and I, I don't like it when they didn't they redo four with the same art style as well. Yeah, it works a lot better for three than four because four is a game that takes itself way too seriously. When you add a chibi art style to it, it's almost like a parody of four almost. Now, which which version of four is on the Vita? Um, the version of four on the Vita is not the 3D version. It is the um, PSP version, which I think is the, the the best version to play. 
Perfect. So that, that might be the next one I do, which brings me to what I've done this week is I have I have actually moved the needle a little bit on Final Fantasy V. And I just wanted to say, you had mentioned an episode or two ago how you just hate grinding and you think that you should never have to grind in a Final Fantasy. And I got to say, Final Fantasy V is the grindiest Final Fantasy I think I've ever played. Now I have never grinded when I played through that game and I've played it three I'm not, times. I'm not crapping on it necessarily, but in order to get. I don't know. The- Hold on. I don't know. Maybe you just suck because every no. time I complain, that's what you say. <laughs> well, this isn't it's not a skill thing. I'm not I never got stuck. But what I'm saying is if I want like a different sub ability for one of my main jobs, I have to switch to a new job, grind that out. A lot of these things take 25, 30, 50 uh, job points. You're only getting like one or two per battle. So if I want to get like learning on my red mage, I have to level up my blue mage to two. And it's like 50 battles just to do that. Mm -hmm. So the system I'm liking, but it, it is pretty grindy. Like, yes, I can keep going and not have a problem. I just I just won't have the setup that I want. You don't really have to ever stop in your tracks to do it, which um, that's the reason I like that game so much, because it encourages like job dancing almost where you're constantly switching jobs for abilities. But you never really have to stop in your track unless you absolutely are indecisive and can't decide what you want. It's Um, not so much that you're probably going to have to stop. It's that I know what I want and I have to grind to get it. Like I want I want Galif to be a monk that can summon things at a decent level. Have you unlocked so, Archer yet? Or I, I forget what it's called. Um, well, once you unlock Archer, I would level it up probably to max. Okay. For whoever you have as your like physical attacker. Right now that is uh butts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right now I've got him as my knight. Uh and I think I'm using a sub. I think I've given him some time magic because I didn't really know what else to sub in there. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I just thought, you know, I was thinking. There's not really anything wrong with that because sometimes I want to play Final Fantasy V, but I've only got like 20 minutes and I think, you know, I could just grind out some stuff. So I don't mind the grind. It's just I was doing it the other day and I was like, my God, this is taking a while to get set up exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. um, Final Fantasy III is a lot like a diet version of that game where like there is a job system, but it's hardly less about customizing and mixing the jobs as it is picking a job and going with it. Because it takes forever to level them up, and when you switch a job, you get a debuff even. So switching jobs is not a good idea. So Final oh. Fantasy 3 is a lot more like pick your job, kind of stick with it, unlock more jobs, make the decision if you want to switch a job and re-level it or not. Which usually yeah. if you get a job later game, the lower level scales to where you should be with the level anyway. Okay, that sounds a little simpler. Like I said, I like the system. It's very robust, but it does seem like it takes a lot of work to get an optimal build, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I've got a couple news highlights here that I wanted to go over and surprising. Well, the first one dovetails pretty well, actually. Uh, So I don't know if you did this on purpose, but it is the 30th anniversary of Final Fantasy three. So I don't know if that's one of the reasons you chose it or not. It's not at all. LP number three, Final Fantasy three on its 30th anniversary. Three, three, three. There you go. I did not mean to do that. uh, They're releasing a vinyl record to commemorate the 30th anniversary that's going to be available on November 18th. Uh, It is available for pre-order now on the Square Enix store. I have that link in the show notes. I I don't really do vinyls. I don't really have anything to play them on, but they are kind of cool. So if that's your thing, 
There you go. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Now is the time to get into Final Fantasy 3. The stars are aligning. It does seem so. I actually have a lot of Final Fantasy 11 related news as well. Um, we were kind of joking a little bit how I'm surprised we're still talking about this game. But, you know, it seems to be uh, I don't know if it's got like another. I don't know if this would be its third wind or whatever, but it seems to be uh, seems to be still out there for sure. Uh, right now, they are having their login campaign. This is going to go uh, until December 2nd. So basically what this is, is you get points every time you log in. When I was playing over the summer, there was a login campaign, and you just get so many points just for logging in, and then you can spend those points on on things. Uh, this one features a golden bomb mount, so that's what you'll be able to spend some of your points on during this login campaign. So that looks pretty cool. I, I've got, I think, a link to that as well. The mount looks pretty neat. And I kind of want it. I don't know if I can really afford to to play three MMOs right now, which is why Eleven is the one I'm not subs to. Because would you really count that you're playing WoW though? Unless there's a certain secret MMO that I don't know about. <laughs> well, I'm paying for WoW, and uh, with the expansion coming out in like a week, I will be playing it a little bit. But yeah. I am playing fourteen almost daily. The coolest thing, though, I think that I am going to get some use out of is they have launched Final Fantasy XI themed virtual backgrounds for like Zoom or Microsoft Teams or whatever. These look pretty cool. I I like I like these a lot. Now, unfortunately, most of my video conferencing is done via Discord, and I don't think that you can use these with Discord yet which is a little weird. However, the next time I have a meeting at work, I think they're going to see me standing in front of maybe the the tree from Windurst. That might be a good one. Or I'll pop open this, uh, ooh, ooh, the Shadow Lord. Now, what are you going to do when you do that and your boss goes, dude, is that the tree from Windurst? <laughs> we, well, that would be <laughs> surprising, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, would be pretty cool, though. I think that would probably derail the entire conversation. That would be amazing. I like these, though. I kind of I it's weird to me that Final Fantasy 11 was the first one to do it. I would have thought maybe 14 would have put something like this out if that's what they were thinking. But, you know, actually, they're probably just different teams, not even talking to one another. And the 11 team just thought this would be cool. They were right. It is cool. Yeah. I mean, I saw them. They looked pretty cool. They looked pretty dope, but I don't really have a reason to use them. Yeah, well. I, I will find a reason to use these, even if we have to have a Zoom call just so I can use them. Uh, and also, as we were talking a couple of weeks ago about those uh, new figurines that had come out, you know, the Final Fantasy VII remake one, they actually have a Final Fantasy XI one with uh, the Shantoto and a Chocobo. I don't know if you've had a chance to look at this thing yet. This one's more in line with the higher priced ones that we were talking about before. I think this one's on pre-order for like $150. But, oh, it is pretty. If you haven't looked at this, again, the link is in the show notes. You should check this thing out. This Chocobo, the detail on this thing is just amazing. Yeah, I just wish they weren't so expensive. That's Who has the money for that? I mean, good gosh. Oh, man. I mean, hey, if you're looking to get me something for Christmas, go for it. Yeah, 140? Yeah. Yeah. It's on sale for 147. Yeah. It's supposed to be like 155. Oh, oh, that's a good sale right there. Are you saying that I'm not worth that to you? 
I'm, I'm saying, I am your brother. I'm I am saying, your brother, and I'm asking you for Shantoto and Chocobo Mount, and you're telling me I'm not worth it? I'm saying we've already agreed on a price limit that I'm pretty sure was signed, $80. <laughs> I haven't signed anything. Oh, Show no. me in writing where I agreed to that. I don't think I, I don't think I have to. <sighs> God. Well, okay. If you're looking for something a little bit more affordable, uh, there are some new Final Fantasy trading card game related items that came out. Opus 12 is now available. So I think this is like the new set. I don't follow it as closely as I'd like to. This is, you know, we've talked before. I'd really like to play this game. There's just not much of a scene for it here. But the new set is out. So Opus 12 is out now. But something even cooler is they have this Final Fantasy trading card game 10 gift set featuring Sephiroth. This thing is also pretty cool looking. Uh, so it's basically just a 10 with the it's got the picture of Sephiroth kind of looking into the flames. It's pretty. It has a bunch of cards in it as well. I think it's it's got 10 booster packs, three new premium foil full art promo cards. Man, that was a mouthful. <laughs> and uh, it's got a Sephiroth card with that alternate art of him kind of looking into the flames. This just makes me wish I had stuck with this game from the like when this game first came out or when it at least first hit America, you and I both kind of jumped on board. But then because we don't really live that close to each other and there wasn't a scene, I just kind of stopped buying cards. But looking That's through some insane. of the cards, looking through some of these cards they have, uh, I I do wish that I do wish I could be playing this game on a regular basis. People around me have never even heard of that game. Yeah, my local oh. game store was like, yeah, we don't we don't really have. I guess I could start one once, you know, once COVID and everything is behind us. Maybe I could try to get people interested, like teaching them. But right now there just wasn't anything I could attach myself to. Yeah, it definitely. I definitely would like to be able to play it. But uh, who knows? We should pick up one of those like two player starter sets and just play over the holidays if we see each other, which I'm sure we will. Well, I don't, yeah. I don't know why I said if. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, uh, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. If you get COVID, I'm not coming around. <laughs> so. I think I think um, I should hopefully be fine. We'll see, though. Anyway, that is the extent of kind of just the news highlights I wanted to talk about today. Um, there's some cool stuff out there. I mean, if you're looking to spend some money, I, I gave you a couple more options here, especially with the uh, the Shantoto figurine, which, again, if you're just listening to this, you, you've got to go and look at this thing. Check the show notes. Go through that link. It's gorgeous. And actually, you know, since Soloist isn't going to get it for me, if anybody else wants to give me that for Christmas, I will not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Already asking for <laughs> donations. <laughs> Gifts, not donations. Gifts, yeah. There's a difference. It's not going anywhere but to my shelf. This is a gift. Yeah, it's not going to benefit the show in any... Well, it'll make me happier, which might make the show a little better. I don't know. What a reach. Well, yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing today, I guess, with the trivia question in this <laughs> What a reach. Yeah, yeah, a reach is what I would use to describe that. Yeah, I still got that. it. Still got it. Anyway, that brings us to the end of our news. Today, what we're going to be talking about is summons. That's the topic of the day. Summons, 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 icons, idolins, GFs, whatever you want to call them. We're going to be talking about summons since it does seem that they are going to have such a 
huge influence on Final Fantasy 16. They have had such an influence on Final Fantasy 14, and they've been a staple throughout Final Fantasy's long history. So I'll just kick it off to you, Soloist. If you just had to pick right now, what is your favorite summon across all the boards? It doesn't matter if it's a a well-known summon. It doesn't matter if it's one that nobody's ever heard of. Although I'll probably have to verify that you're not just making stuff up if you do that. What would you just say your favorite one is? This is a weird question because I've never thought about it before you asked me that earlier this week. Um, (laughs) You don't just uh, lay awake at night thinking about Final Fantasy summons? No. (laughs) Yeah. I I hadn't been. I think that's a sign of getting old. No, I'm going to put it out now. I I think I'm looking for a new co-host. Obviously, Solus is not as dedicated as he needs to be. Yeah, I have dreams about I have dreams about these mythical creatures flying around my room. Um, if if Ifrit really, has never crashed your dream, then you are not a Final Fantasy fan. Yeah, that that might be true. Oh man, oh poor Ifrit, poor me. Um, I don't know. I think that it would weirdly enough. I don't really have any deep connections with them. I think Carbuncle is adorable. I think um, what's what's the name of the Thunder Horse from Ten? I think it's Ixian. Ixian is cool, and then Leviathan is awesome. Um, so those three are my favorites, I think. But if I had to pick, I'd probably pick Leviathan just because he's a he's a cool dude. Yeah, Leviathan is definitely one of mine. I have a affinity for him. One reason because I play on Leviathan on fourteen. I kind of just. I like I like the idea of him. I also I also really like kind of the water theme. So Leviathan's definitely up there on mine. I have also I know you weren't you were kind of questioning why he was so important recently, but I do like Ifrit, but specifically the Final Fantasy VIII version of Ifrit because I think he looks badass. I just think he looks really cool in that game. Uh, so I just love his design. Uh, with the the giant horns and just kind of the really, really bestial-looking thing. And uh, just kind of off the beaten path, I've always really liked uh, Quetzalcoatl as well from Final Fantasy VIII, mainly because she's kind a of... A little bit of, those... of a bias coming in here, I see. Well, it's my favorite game. I do, <laughs> I do like them a lot. But I like her. She has a very unique look, and they haven't really used her. You know, that she kind of took the role of the lightning summon from that game away from from Ramu Rama I've heard it pronounced different ways but yeah. I just I always really liked how she looked and then when she popped back up she she makes for a pretty fun fight in Final Fantasy 14 as well during that dungeon but I just really like the bird like the bird look that she has I always thought of the, like a bird worm she got that worm head I like her better in 14 personally <laughs> Well, uh, well, she looks the same, but yeah. <laughs> she has a fun fight. I mean, that that's a fun. It's not hard. I mean, it's a dungeon battle, but it was a very interesting one, I thought. Yeah, um, it's Quizzicottle, pretty cool. And of course, Shiva's like OG as well. I just like Leviathan because Leviathan's always like, you know, in the lore of Final Fantasy, Bahamut is like the... You know the summon king. He's always the strongest summoned, and then it well, that's, not, like, that's not true, really. I mean, there's been plenty of games where he's the like. Yeah, second. but canonically, canonically, like story wise, for the most part, it's always Bahamut being the strongest. And sure. and a lot of he was the, the primal cases, that destroyed uh, the original Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh-huh. So. 
in a lot of the cases, Leviathan is the second strongest, like the second right-hand man to power. And on Final Fantasy III, he's the second best summon to the best summon, which is, <gasps> shocker, Bahamut. Same thing for yeah. four. Most of, it's just most of the case with that. It worked out that way in 7 Remake as well, I believe. You get Leviathan, and then Bahamut is the final one. Yeah. So Leviathan's just pretty cool. Yeah, I've always liked him too, and... Honestly, the Leviathan part of Final Fantasy 15 was probably my favorite part of that game. I think a lot of people can say the same. That was one of the most epic moments in Final Fantasy history. That was an awesome moment. Yeah, once I figured out exactly the mechanics confused me a little bit during that fight. I was having trouble zooming and zipping wherever I actually needed to go. Once I figured it out, though, it was a fun fight. I had a it was a very cool moment in that game. I agree 100 percent. So. You know, summons have worked differently over the years. Like, especially in the earlier games, it was a little simpler. You have a summoner, you summon something, they come out, they do their animation and an attack. But as things have gone on, they've kind of played with the summoning system in Final Fantasy games. And they've tried a bunch of different takes on it. So I'm curious, which system have you enjoyed it the best? Like which way of handling summons in a game have you really kind of been drawn to? Do you like the older style or do you like some of the newer, more experimental type stuff? If I had to pick where I like my summons best, it probably goes to the game that I think has the best system as well, which links directly with summons. I mean, I just like it best in Final Fantasy VI because in VI, I mean, (laughs) you don't even use the summons like ever in VI. Uh, They play a big role in the story, the espers. But you equip a summon to somebody and you learn magic off of them. And it's like, if you have Ifrit, it says like plus six strength. I don't remember exactly. That means every time you level up with Ifrit equipped, you get an extra six strength added to your stat. Okay. And you learn magic off of them through AP. Uh, I've always thought that was the best, best system in the series. So I I haven't really played six in a long time. What happens if you switch this can you uh, t- uh, can you put the summons on different people or are they yeah, summons, summons are just like equipment in that game they can be switched at any time put on anybody whatever do you they want. take their abilities with them when they go or do they stay on the person that was learning it's them? just like it's just like final fantasy 9 where if you put a piece of equipment on if you take it off before you're done learning it off the equipment you don't keep it if you take it off after you learn the ability off the equipment you keep it Okay, and when you summon them, it's it's just standard animation, basically. Yeah, but you, uh, I, from personal experience, when I play that game, I never do that because I always forget I can. <laughs> but you definitely can. Well, there's times summons have always been in kind of a weird spot because it depends on what you're doing. You have to kind of judge: is it worth summoning this animal or creature? Because the animation can take a long time. Is it worth the damage, or should I just attack? And a lot of the times I've noticed once you get towards the end of the game, especially if you're trying to grind a little bit, summons just don't really have a place there because you kind of can outpace them as far as how much damage you're doing per round just based on how long some of these animations are. Because some of the later summons, they have some long animations. I mean, I think in Final Fantasy IX... I could summon Ark and then just go get something to drink and he would still be flying well, around doing his stuff. Yeah, that's kind of a, that's kind of a good thing for that game, though, because it's good to have downtime if you have regent on or something. True, true. Oh, well, that's a good point, though. I mean, that's that's a good little trick I hadn't really considered either. Putting some regent on, using that to just 
let yourself build back up. Oh yeah, auto regen and auto haste. You don't need a healer in that game if you just summon. Yeah. No man, no no no. That's the best strategy, and that's the only reason that Ark is a better summon than Bahamut in that game because Bahamut can do more damage, but Ark has a way longer animation. Oh yeah, he has a hugely long animation, and I don't think it ever truncates it. I kept hoping it would truncate it, and it just wouldn't because he was doing some decent damage on one of the bosses. Did you have your uh, truncate it? Do you mean make it shorter? I've never heard that word in my life. Yeah, that's what that means. It means make it shorter. I've never heard that word. (laughs) There are other Final Fantasy games to where, and I think it might be Final Fantasy X does this, when you summon it the first time, it has like a long animation. And then when you summon it subsequent times after that, the animation's a little bit shorter. Is it it Final Fantasy X that does that? Um, And there's there's another Final Fantasy game to where it'll just show the attack every now and then instead of the whole animation of them coming out. You know... A lot of the older Final Fantasy games usually just throw a JPEG of the summon on screen and then they just do an attack. Right. Like yeah. four does that. Six, I think, does that. I don't ever use summons in three or five, so I don't know about those. Oh, the summons in five are super powerful. Well, At least yeah, right now, I, I, I am. I remember using five summons. Yeah, you use, Um, I think it's Titan that gives you those extra, he takes those extra few hits for you. I haven't Golem, used Titan. It's Golem. It's Golem. Okay, I've used... Ifrit and Shiva so far against one another. Like I got Ifrit and then used it against Shiva. <laughs> the only one I remember being super useful was Golem because he can take a few hits for you before he dies. They they put out a lot of a lot of damage, but they do take a lot of MP, which is kind of why I didn't want to have a summoner. I wanted to have a monk that could do summons just for some clutch magic damage. Uh, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, they. I, when I was just leveling Summoner, I could get like two or three before I'd have to start using Burning Through My Ethers or whatever. I think it's so funny that everybody makes Goliath their monk. That's off topic, but I just think it's... Uh, everyone, I, everyone I've ever known has done that. It's really well, funny. I think there's two reasons for me. The first one being, he kind of looks like a monk, and I think he starts with no weapons. So to me, it says, hey... This guy was intended to be your monk. I'm a monk. Hey, use me as one. <laughs> and then you've got the pirate who you're like, okay, a thief. And then she is now my ninja. So. Well, that's hilarious that I did the exact same thing, I think. What did you make? Uh, you made Butts a warrior? <laughs> yeah, he's my knight. And then. Nah, I always made mine a blue mage. Well, you just like blue mage. Uh, oh, yeah. What I'm trying to do is basically get. Uh, right now. Reyna is a red sub blue. Is okay. what she is. But the problem is I have to level blue mage to level three in order to sub blue magic. So that's kind of what I was talking about at the top of the show. I'm now grinding out job points just to get blue mage max level so I can sub blue magic on my red mage. Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, uh, back to summons. We got a little bit off topic there, but all right, that that's a good answer. This one's not going to surprise you. I do have two. I I really do like the way summons are handled in Final Fantasy VIII. It is very similar to what you said in VI, except the abilities are actually learned by the GF themselves. So just like VI, when you have Ifrit, you'll have HP plus 80%, plus 20%. You'll also have a strength bonus. So every time you level up, it gives you another, an extra point into your strength. But Mm -hmm. you can then move, say, Ifrit to... Quistus, 
And instead of those traits staying with Squall, they'll go to Quistus. So the abilities are actually on the GFs themselves. So okay. I, I like I like that. Uh, it's similar to to six, it sounds like, except where the abilities are actually stored. But what I really like about eight is the boost mechanic because it gives me something to do while those animations are going on and it makes it feel like I actually have a direct input into the damage they're doing. I kind of like that little mini game. We have to boost their power up. So that is one of the reasons I really like that system. It feels just a little, a little fresh. But I also really like how they handled it in Final Fantasy VII Remake. I thought the summons in that, especially for the type of game they were doing, the more action-oriented game, I thought it worked really well as more of like a, a proc. So you, for anybody who doesn't know, you each character can have one summoning materia equipped. And then as you're fighting, sometimes that will trigger, and then you can summon whichever one you have equipped. So if you're playing as Squall, and sorry, if you're playing as Cloud, and you have <laughs> Leviathan equipped, you can summon Leviathan when he procs, basically. And then he will come out, and it's kind of like they're fighting amongst your group, and then you can spend your ATB bar on doing attacks from him, and then once the timer runs out, he does his big move. So I thought that was a really good way to handle it for the more action-oriented type game. Because I haven't... Were there summons in 15? What did they do? I really don't remember. I don't think I used one a single time. You don't get to pick when you use them. They kind of just show up at random, and then you hit a button for them, and then they like screen nuke everything on the screen. Right. I mean, they were absolutely awesome. Don't get me wrong. like They were amazing when it happened. But it it was a completely different meaning. Because summons aren't something and 15 that you really harness the power of it's something that you they're gods so you don't like you don't like get to they don't listen to you basically (laughs) they just come when they want and they do what they want and then they leave which i i like i mean even though i've seen the if um ramu summon in that game a thousand times i I know there's a trophy for doing i don't even know if i got that i literally don't remember using summons in 15 like I don't know if I was just so unlucky they never procced, or if I just don't remember it. I don't. Know. They, I got Ramu a thousand times when I played it. I don't like that system though. I, I don't like a random system with the summons. Well, that one's a story. It's a story system. I mean, it wouldn't make sense for fifteen story if you could just pick whenever you wanted to use them. They would listen to you. I mean, unless they granted you their power once you confronted them. I mean, that was. Yeah, but that's not the story. What I'm saying is they wrote the story. They could have easily just made it that if they wanted to have a different summon system. I like I like the way they did their summons, though. How they're like unhinged gods, and why would sure. they listen to you? They're gods. Sure. As as a summoning system game mechanic-wise, though, I don't like the randomness. I, I see that it works for the story. I'm not I'm not arguing that. I just from a from a game standpoint, that wouldn't be one of my favorite ones. They do have the best animations in that game, though, because they're so grandiose. Oh yeah, those were pretty cool. Well, I liked the confrontations with them. When you when you go up against Leviathan, when you go up against Titan, those were fun encounters. That was mm-hmm. the, yeah, the the Titan one was pretty cool. There were some moments in fifteen I really did enjoy. Me too. Like whole game. <laughs> what was the system in twelve? Do you remember? Twelve is uh, like a big. I think it's the similar to game. what you said about seven remake. I think they come out and fight with you for a little bit. Okay. And another thing we're glossing over is 10 because 10 probably has one of the best ones where you just summon it and control it for a little while. Yeah, I, I was 10 
has such a central focus on the summons. Yeah. I figured, I figured it probably deserved its own little discussion here on its own. I Yeah, I like that too. So basically, Yuna will summon something, everybody else runs away, and then you basically just control the summon as uh, a character for a little bit. I like that system too. Yeah, I like a lot. To do that. that one's pretty cool. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how 12 works. I'm still on my 12 itch. You, I can play it on Steam now. And I, I prefer console gaming, but I'm thinking about trying 12 on Steam just to see if my computer can run a game like that. And I'll, I'll be able to get back to you on the summons things then. But I've been really itching to play 12 for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't understand that reason at all. It's not 12, a bad game. 12 it's, is not my favorite. It's not a bad game. It is my least favorite of the main line that I have played to date. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah I found two? it. And you well, played 13. Okay. Oh, Look. sorry. <laughs> Look, I prefer 13 leaps and bounds above 12. I did play two, but two was so long ago and I didn't get very far. I, I really don't remember much about it. So I'm not really including that as one that I've played. I'm including one and then six through 15. Hey, I'm just saying I thought 12 was I thought 12 was pretty okay. Story is the only thing that really held back for me on 12. I think that when 12 came back out, uh, when they released the Zodiac Age a couple years back for PS4, it was a better game. I liked how they had kind of put a job system in there. I liked that I could speed things up to three times speed because otherwise I would not have made it through that game. I didn't care much for the battle system. It was interesting. I felt like I was doing like mild programming, which was kind of fun. I do like that, but it just wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea. I've never been the biggest fan of the Evilous world. Um, just, you know, from Tactics and Vagrant Story. Is that the other one that takes place on Evilous? I think so. So that's I've just never really been that big on that. And like you said, the story I found kind of confusing. So I don't remember much about that at all or how summons worked, especially how summons worked. Well, I know that summons like. They were very different. Like, I know, like, a lot of the traditional summons, weren't they named after, like, battleships? Like, wasn't the final boss taking place on Bahamut, the battleship? Yeah, there's... I'm actually looking at them right now. This, they're called Espers in 12. I had forgotten that. So, just, like, um, six. But they didn't use any of the normal names. So, you've got, like, Belias. You've got uh, Matthias. Exodus. Thamphrit. Chaos. Ultima. Zodiac. So none of the ones that we're used to seeing. I, I do remember that now. I do remember all the summons being named something different. So that's coming back to me a little bit, but I still don't, I still don't remember how you actually use these things. You're making me even more interested to play that game again. Wowza. Man, that's, that's not my intention. Now, talking about summons being used in a unique way, we're going to move on to your favorite one. What did you think about Final Fantasy 13 and how specifically they use their Eidolons as weird, like, cars? Uh, Do you even remember this? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't like it. Look, <laughs> it's kind of stupid. <laughs> Shiva, Shiva and turning into that, like, cool motorcycle. <laughs> I like that. I thought it was weird. I did not really understand what they were really going for when I first saw it. But I do remember Shiva being a motorcycle. I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. 
it was different though. It was definitely something that I wasn't really expecting. Don't know if I would want them to do it again, but for some reason it fit to me in the world that they were presenting in final fantasy 13. I think so too. I think, I think it does fit into kind of a stupid world. I think Good Lord. <laughs> you need to replay 13. I think that you just played it with anger and rage in your heart at a bad time in your life. It is not as bad as you like to pretend that it is. Hey, I played it well enough of that game to have the opinion I have. Thank you. Just stop after 13 and just don't don't think about the sequels. Although, you know, I I haven't really played the sequels too much myself, so I probably shouldn't say that. Maybe they're fine. I don't know. <sighs> so negative. So negative on Final Fantasy 13. Okay, so you're sticking with Final Fantasy VI as kind of your the the way you think that the summon system was at its peak. Um, six and ten. So for an action-oriented type game, which we know Final Fantasy 16 will be, we don't really know how the summons are going to work. They definitely seem to be part of the story. So it could be more like Final Fantasy 15, where you have no control over them. Would you prefer something like that for Final Fantasy 16, or would you prefer a system more similar to one of the others? I absolutely think, because um, what are they called? Aren't they called icons? Icons. And icons reside within people, right? Yeah. And doesn't an icon reside within Jonathan? Joshua. Joshua. Sorry. Well, I think it'd be pretty cool if it either it works like seven remake. The coolest option would be if it worked like 10 or like Joshua, like can turn. Would you like transform? That would be cool. Transform. And either he just fights with you or he transforms and you can take control of Phoenix and like, just uh, awesome. (laughs) That that would be action-oriented type game it could be i mean because we're not talking turn-based anymore so the gameplay could totally change if you transformed into one of these things that would be cool it'd be more in line with kingdom hearts in that case well and it would be cool too if maybe there were story moments so like when you transform into phoenix or whatever and then there's like this flight portion of the game where you're 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 chasing or running from something i mean you could totally do anything with it that would be so weird you turn into phoenix and then the graphics get way different and all of a sudden you're in one of those flight stages from spyro (laughs) oh god (laughs) God. i know i think i would oh no this game just got so hard a little timer pops up collect everything (laughs) no i'd be so scary those things suck Stupid cat in the helicopter flying next to you. Oh, hey, Phoenix. Uh, I love that game. Hunter. Was that his name? Oh, yeah. Hunter. He's great. He's yeah. great. Hunter. Every time I saw Hunter, I knew something stupid was about to happen. He is a cheetah. That's his. Yeah. He's Hunter the cheetah. Cheetahs are cats. They are. But Hunter the cheetah. Hunter is an awesome guy. Yeah, he's 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 OK. Uh, but that would I think it would be cool if it was something like you got to control the summon but then again that would be very if especially if those three are the only playable characters in the game that would be super limited to just Phoenix unless you recruit other icon users well I mean that's an interesting point too because we actually don't know if either of the other two are going to be playable so far in the trailer all we've seen is Clive so we don't even know if Joshua and Jill are playable characters in 16. That's true. That's very true. I mean, there there are... Everything's just rumors at this point, but there are 
people speculating that this could be more of like a devil may cry or something like that, where you just play the one character. I don't think. And I in w- that case, I don't think, th- I think it'll be like 15. I don't think there will be a summon system. I agree because it's kind of established that Clive does not have that ability. So I think it'll go more in a final fantasy 14 route where those are major milestone bosses of the story yeah. as opposed to an actual summon. And, you know, I, this is going to be kind of contradicting to me being kind of sick of summons in the previous episode, but summon mechanics are a back burner to me in final fantasy. A lot of the time I forget I can even do it. Um, yeah. So I would much rather if the summons are going to be in the game, I'd much rather them have an interesting impact on the story than have an interesting mechanic. So if we don't get to use summons, but they're, you know, the icons are cool, how they reside within people and like in 15, how they're gods that um, reign over the world. I prefer that rather than having a cool summon mechanic. Um, personally, that's fair because I, again, at, at the end of the day, I'm still going to be hacking and slashing and using throwing fireballs around, but not thinking where am I going to place in Bahamut? Like uh, the only, right. <laughs> The only Final Fantasy game I can really think of using summons regularly are like nine and ten. Oh, really? In battle summons, yeah. Like other than that, in five, yeah. But I, I use them quite a bit early in Final Fantasy VIII, but then towards the end of the game, they become more they become more beneficial for their abilities than they do for the actual summoning. However, I do remember using them quite a bit in seven because a I thought Knights of the Round was just a cool animation. And also, Bahamut Zero had a cool animation. Well, Knights of the Round is very OP, too. I can't speak for 8, but uh, yeah, Knights of the Round is the only reason I beat that game. (laughs) Now, 8, there are some useful GFs towards the end that are are more beneficial for their status effects. Because, like, Doom Train, I can't remember if he actually does damage, but he applies a bunch of status effects to the enemy. And then Cerberus will cast double and triple on your party. So I, I would keep to use them, but as far as damaging GFs, yeah, those kind of fall off. And I think that's likely true for a lot of the Final Fantasies. Even in 10, I don't remember summoning that much towards the end of the game. Oh, really? I mean, Mage's Sisters, like, all the way, man. I admit, I summoned forgetting about this a lot on, like, Jekt on the last boss. I, oh, man. Can you, you, can you even use them on the final, final boss? No, because you have to kill them all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler. Sadly. But yeah. But the game's like 20 years old, so. Yeah, go play it. Seriously. What would you listen to a Final Fantasy podcast not knowing the end of Final Fantasy X for? I mean, come on. <laughs> anyway. So while we're not really on the topic of 16 anymore, <laughs> um, let, let's kind of talk about what we think we're going to be seeing from 16 because there was a, a tweet that got sent out that I think got deleted insinuating that there would be at least nine icons that we'd be seeing. And so far, uh-huh. we can we can confirm Phoenix, Ifrit, Shiva, uh, Titan. I don't know if we've seen Titan, but he is called out on the website under the Dalmican Republic. So is that is that it? Phoenix, Shiva, so. Ifrit, Titan. There there are some hints, possibly at a Garuda from just some of the little things that you can see, just really quick. At least that's what some of the speculation is online from the trailer. So assuming that would be the fifth one, that does leave four more. So I mean, there's you, no way they leave out Bahamut and Leviathan. So you can put them in. There's, agreed, there's agreed. no way they leave them out. I think there's no way they leave out Ramu either. But then so, again, 
that's an interesting point. So there, there are two here, the Holy Empire of Sambrek and the Kingdom of Waled, is how I'm saying it this week. Um, they, they have icons associated with their nations. Now, those are the only other two that actually have them. I, like we talked about when we actually broke down this website, I don't think Bahamut is going to be one of those. I just, I don't think they're going to take the God tier summon of Bahamut and make him one of these associated with an individual nation. So what do you think these two might be? If if you open the website and kind of look at their banners, I think there might be some hints in here. Um, specifically with the Kingdom of Waled, that to me, it's a, it's a very odd looking banner, but it looks like, it kind of looks like a horse with multiple legs, which immediately makes me think of Odin. It also has a sword kind of on the crest. So I'm thinking that the Kingdom of Waled might have Odin as yeah. their icon and their yeah. dominant. What, what do you think? I would say the same thing. That's usually the only horse related besides Ixian, but I doubt they're going to bring Ixian back. Um, that would be cool, though. I mean, yeah, I guess that's the only horse related one I can think of was Ixian yeah. and Odin. It's more than likely Odin, though. Well, now, if they did use Ixian, I don't think they would use Rama because... Uh, I don't think they would have two of the same. Yeah, but there's type. no way they use Ixian over Ramu, though. I mean, they've replaced him before. Like we said, they had Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, they, yeah, they've replaced him quite a few times, but they've never replaced him with the same summon twice. I do think that you're right. That if if we're going to see a thunder electricity type one, it's going to be Rama. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. What other ones like the Iron Kingdom? So the Iron Kingdom, it doesn't say. So if you look at it, it kind of has the ones redacted, like grayed out. The Iron Kingdom, it doesn't actually. Okay, so the Iron Kingdom, they judge dominance to be an unholy abomination. So they don't have, they, they don't like. Yeah, 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 that's right. Uh, Dalmican, Titan. I'm not getting too much Titan from the banner, maybe except for the colors kind of signifying Earth. But if you look at the Grand Duchy of Rosaria, that definitely is the Phoenix. So judging from just those two things, what do you think about the Holy Empire of Sambrek? Because there's definitely a dominant that's associated with Sambrek. But what do you think? I mean, we've got a lot of blues, whites. It looks like there might be dragons on here. It, it, I think it's going to be Bahamut. It has got a very godly look to it. It's got dragons. But do you think, I mean, because we've kind of gone back and forth, I guess, do you, you think Bahamut would be associated with an individual nation like this? Um, if it, if it, if it is, it's going to be this one, like a hundred percent. If it is, it's going to okay. be, it's going to be Sam Brick. I mean, is maybe Sam Brick has more, um, power than the other nations. And maybe that's part of the story is that power is getting lopsided either way. Um, so there's nine icons, but only six nations. <laughs> that's that. Like I said, it was like a tweet that got deleted. So it's not confirmed, but I, I believe the tweet said at least nine. So there could be more. There are six nations, but two of them do not have a dominant. The Crystalline Dominion and the Iron Kingdom do not have a dominant. So there are only four nations that have a dominant associated with them. Yeah. And I then think, there I will think, be other icons. I think that if, it, if it's going to be any, it's going to be Bahamut. Like, it's got to be. I also thought Leviathan for this because, I mean, those look like dragons, but they also kind of look just like, I mean, they have legs, but they kind of look snaky. 
Um, and then the colors, we've seen Shiva, so the colors kind of say Shiva to me, but I'm not sure on this one. For Sambrek, I was leaning more towards Leviathan, personally, because you kind of get that. that that dragon, uh, snake, and the color scheme seems to match. So I don't know. Now, the other thing is they are the Holy Empire of Sambrek. So could it also be one of the holy type summons? The only one I can think of is Alexander. Yeah, this one doesn't give off Alexander vibes at all, though. It, agreed. It doesn't. Apart from being the Holy Empire, I'm not getting a Alexander vibe. Well, I don't know. The lady kind of looks like she could be a priestess or something, but I think that might be a stretch. Yeah, there's such a big there's such a big emphasis on Drake's, though. I think, actually, when you said Leviathan, I'm leaning a little, a little more towards that now. So let's see. That, that brings our count to... We're pretty sure. So we know we're going to have Phoenix, Ifrit, Shiva, Titan. We're both pretty confident that we'll see Bahamut at some point, Odin, and Leviathan. Uh, Leviathan. Does that leave one more? Uh, hold on. <laughs> I should have. I should have been counting as I did that. Ah, uh, me so too. We've got the four that were that we listed: Bahamut, Odin, and Leviathan. I think that's seven, right? So we need two more. Ramu and Don Tom um, Don Tomberry. <laughs> the Tomberry. Tomberry King. Tomberry King. Yeah. King. <laughs> Jumbo <laughs> Cactuar. Jumbo Cactuar. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I don't think it's going to be either one of those last two. <laughs> I do think we will see Rama, though. I, I do think that we will get him somewhere. Oh, what about Carbuncle? Carbuncle would be interesting. Well, possibly Garuda. I mean, there's there's rumors yeah. on the internet that possibly seeing Garuda. I think it wouldn't be a stretch to just look at the first couple primals you encounter in Final Fantasy fourteen. We've already really established that fourteen and sixteen are going to have a pretty strong connection. Yeah, and I think that especially the early primals kind of pull from the big summons anyway. And that would also lend a little bit of credence to Garuda because she is one of the, one of the fights that you have. So I'm looking right now at final fantasy 14, just going through their summons and I've changed exactly what I just said. The strongest and most powerful icon has got to be good King Muggle Mog the 12th. Good King Muggle Mog. That's that has the. <laughs> do you remember that fight? Yeah, that threw me off so bad. That's so funny. Good King Muggle Mog. Never mind that. That one. Every time I have that fight pop up in a roulette, I'm singing the. Uh, this is Halloween. This is Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> but yeah, so just kind of looking, just kind of looking at the 14 summons or uh, primals. We've got Ifrit, Titan, Garuda would be the third one. Followed by Good King Muggle Mug the Twelfth, yeah, sure. Leviathan, <laughs> Rama, Ramu. I don't really know how people pronounce his names. Shiva, Odin. So far, it's literally all the ones that we've that we've listed. Yeah, Enkidu, which is that one's not going to be part of it. Phoenix and Bahamut. I mean, literally, those were the primals from Final Fantasy fourteen. Sounds like the exact same things we're going to be getting in Final Fantasy sixteen. That's that's the parallels. The parallels are there. I think you're probably exactly right about that. So there's hope for good King Mogamog the 12th. <laughs> we will see. Uh, I'm, uh, you know what? I think I'm going to put a link to that song in the show notes because a I'm going to go listen to it as soon as we stop. 
And B, I think everybody, if you haven't played Final Fantasy fourteen, needs to hear the good King Moggle Mog song. It's a good one. For sure. It is so distracting during that fight, though. Because it is so not really battle music to me. And I'm like, what am I listening to? And then I get distracted. It was so weird. (laughs) Yeah, that was a weird part. But yeah, check the show notes for Good King Moggle Mog because it's definitely worth a listen. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. But uh, that that's kind of all I really had to talk about with summons. Uh, I kind of wanted to just, you know, get your take on them, talk through about what we thought we were going to see in 16. Do you have any any other predictions? Let's do this. I got two questions for you from Final Fantasy 16. Which, if you could pick any summon from any of the games to appear in Final Fantasy 16, who would it be? And then the second question is, not considering what we've already named, what is one additional icon that you actually think we might see? So I'll start with the actually think we might see. And I I, I hate to break your heart. I don't think we're going to see good King Moggle Mog. And oh, I don't I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> um, well, now, of course not, because you just jinxed it. <laughs> I don't I don't think there's a world where that happens. There is a hope for good King Moggle Mog. Okay. Well, there's a hope for there's a hope for Cactar too, but I I don't know I don't know. All right. Well, who who do you think we would actually see? Um. Well, I think we'll for sure see everybody that's been mentioned. So yeah, far. apart from those. Um, apart from those, it's a really tough question because there's not that many more like staple Final Fantasy summons that we could go over. Uh, there's one you already mentioned. But let me hear what you say first. Well, what's the one I've already mentioned? Because I'm completely blanking right now. Carbuncle. Yeah. Well, I would like to see Carbuncle because, you know, in the past few years, it's been giant, beastly summons. And I think it'd be really funny for someone to, like, make a big deal about being uh, a dominant and, like, it ruining their life. And then they turn into a little, just this little Carbuncle. And it's just adorable. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I think that'd be a little bit of comic relief in this otherwise what looks to be a very dark game. As long as it is adorable, because personally, I did not think the Final Fantasy VII remake Carbuncle was that cute. I don't remember what that looks like. He has a giant, giant forehead with a red diamond in it. Hmm. Well, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the one I think we'll see as Carbuncle just because I really want it that bad. The one I want to see, um, the first summon from Final Fantasy V, Chocobo. <laughs> or Chocomog. Oh, Choco what Mog. if it's a Chocobo with no. King Marble, Mog the 12th riding on his back? Oh, and as God. he comes in, to save the day, by the way, as you're fighting down Bahamut or whatever, good King Mogomog, the song starts up, the Chocobo rushes in, and it does the weird animation from... Uh, Final Fantasy 7 you know the boom 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 but then but then right when you think he's about to do the damage fat good King Moggle Mog on a fat Chocobo comes down from the sky and just crushes everything you're getting your hopes up way too high to be disappointed my friend (laughs) but that would be awesome (laughs) I won't be disappointed until 2046 when Final Fantasy 16 finally comes out oh god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I I kind of got to agree with you. I think that of the ones, you know, not considering the ones we've mentioned, I think Carbuncle is the most likely one we'll see. 
I will also, but since you've taken Carbuncle, I'll go a different way. I'm going to say Fenrir. I think he might be. We've seen him pop up a couple times. I believe he's in Final Fantasy 14 as well. So, and he was in 11. So I think him. And for the one that I wish we would see that I don't, apart from Good King Moggle Mog, and this probably won't surprise you at all because it's from Final Fantasy 8. I just, I've wow. always loved Eden. I've always loved Eden. I think the way that they've kind of introduced him into Final Fantasy 14 was cool. And I just think Eden could pose one of those big kind of world ending threats, which they'll probably use Bahamut for if they're going to go that way. But I would like to see Eden. Eden was so specific to eight. I doubt we'll ever see him again unless he's like a raid boss in 14. Probably. I mean, I, I would assume so, but I think it would be cool to see that weird whatever he is rendered in Final Fantasy 16 on the PS5. I think it'd be cool to see him, what he would look like in a modern game. Another cool one would be Atmos, that giant mouth. <laughs> oh, that would is be that cool. 10? That's a lot of them. It's oh, from 9. Oh. It's, it's what destroys um, Alexandria. And not Alexandria. Oh, it's what yeah. Lindblom in 9. Um, yeah, he is in 11, too. Yeah, actually. he's in 11. He's in a, a lot of the older ones. Atomos? Is that his, um, is that his name? Atmos, Atomos, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, you know who would be cool? Who? Anima. Because Anima is freaky. Anima is so freaky, dude. Ugh. No, 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 no. Yo, Jimbo. Yeah, definitely. Yo, Jimbo. <laughs> Yo, Jimbo. You Who would what? win in a fight? I'm starting. Who would win in a fight? Yo, Jimbo or Good King Mogomog? Uh, <laughs> Good King Mogomog. Of course. Especially combo people. attack from earlier. <laughs> With the fat chocobo yeah. and fat good thing, Mogamog. You know, the more I think about it, the more I think about 10, the more my answer changes from 6 to 10 about summon mechanics, by the way. By the way, I just want to clarify that in 16, Good King Mogamog the 12th is the one that rides in on the chocobo, and Good King Mogamog the 13th is the fat one that comes down on fat chocobo. I so just want to clarify. There are two. It's him and his descendant. New lore. So you can put that in the record right now. That's my call for the ultimate summon in this game. And in fact, I think it'll be like you said, is that there won't be a summon system except for Good King Mogamog. He'll be the only one that you can summon. Absolutely, because he's a friend. Exactly. So with that, though, that brings us to the end of yet another episode of Highwind Herald. Soloist, where can we find you? YouTube at Soloist. Twitch at Starcaller Soloist. Twitter at Soloist underscore TV. Please check me out. Help me reach um, 50 followers on Twitch before November 23rd so that I have to do a 24-hour live stream. And help me subscribe to me on YouTube just because I really want that. And thank you very much. All right. And you can follow me personally at Wolfkins on Twitter, or you can follow the show at Highwind Herald. We also have a website, highwindherald.com, where you can always find our past episodes, view all of our show notes, and of course, we are available on Apple, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. We do have an issue with Google Podcasts. The The episodes are lagging behind a little bit, the rest of them. So when we push the publish button, it's taking Google about a day. I'm not really sure why. New episodes do go live on Friday, but some of those aren't showing up on Google until Saturday. So I'm still looking into why that's happening, but we're working on getting a fix. But anyway, highwindherald.com. Find all of our show notes, all of the links, 
that I've mentioned here today, and especially the one for the Good King Mogglemog song, because you are going to want to do yourself a favor and listen to that as soon as you possibly can. But with that, I think this will bring this one to a close. Thank you, Soloist, for hanging out with me again today and talking about some Final Fantasy summons. And uh, looking forward to playing 16 and seeing all of our predictions come true. All of them? 100% all of them. All of them. All of them. Okay, we'll, we'll see. We will see. All right. Thank you, everybody. Peace out. Good King Mogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamogamog